welcome everybody to Apocalypse Movies and the Berlin Cut of Apocalypse Now. As we are here on a Tuesday evening and I am in the hosting chair um, for this show. Brian, you're going to have to unmute yourself because you muted yourself. Um, I can't do it because the powers that be because you are a host. There you go. That's okay because um, I swore when you said that. <laughs> the Berlin Cut. Uh, yeah, we are here. Uh, it is the Berlin Cut tonight. I am in the hosting chair. Mr. Bartley over here to my to my my left, your right. Uh, allergy season is in full effect, ladies and gentlemen. So oh, yeah. Um, but I'm really holding here. on. <laughs> and uh, we, we're here, obviously, to do a um, our finally our review of the Zack Snyder Justice League, which we will be getting to here in just a short bit. We're probably going to hit it within the first 15 minutes. Uh, we do have to cover some things. You can see them down there. We're going to cover some things real quick before we get to it. We're going to have the entire show to do so. So everyone who's watching, I know you're like, oh, I'm here for this. Uh, we will get to it soon, I promise you. Um, so to stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, gentlemen, how are we doing? I, I, Jacob, I know you got some allergies, man. I know you're holding back as much as you can for the Snyder Cut. But uh, how you doing, man? Other than, you know, the, my <clears throat> war with allergies, man, I feel... Uh, terrible on that end but other than that i'm pretty good i'm excited i just i i watched uh the schneider cut again this morning so i'm ready to go me too oh, okay okay <laughs> geo how you doing man hey hang in there oh man what a weekend my weekend started on thursday i know that midnight. that falcon the winter soldier was great right it was fantastic was it oh man have I you watched it yet that. have you watched it yet because of this <laughs> Look, you guys can see my eyes, how glossy they are. <laughs> but um, I figured out a short name, Bucky and Sam. There we go. It's Falcon Soldier. It's Sam Falcon. and Bucky. It's Falcon Soldier. Come on, guys. Falcon That's Soldier. Yeah. Brian, how you doing, man? It's Tuesday. You hanging in there? Back to work? Good. I'm just, I'm very excited to see uh, Jacob, how he's was moved to tears by this movie and that's why he's yeah. clearly he's here. crying the entire show because this movie that's so why there were a couple moments we'll talk about yep yeah. um now nah, day two back at work and i am ready for summer vacation that's uh for sure and jacob ironically the past two days i've been bombarded by phone calls of dream enrichment trying to get me to work there over the summer that is funny so i told maybe, them to shoot you a phone call maybe we should work together Okay, go. I'm down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, ready to talk this uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <clears throat> yeah, that we're guys. We 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 played with you. It's actually a, another Falcon and Winter Soldier review. Um, <laughs> There's been so much for the next ninety minutes. How perfect is it that on Geo's day, Marvel news drops, and it's like. For like the half second, it's like, should, should they talk about the Marvel stuff or give? The There's Snyder nothing to talk about, man. People have <laughs> lost interest in Black Widow. There's oh, nothing to talk here about. we go. Here I, you we know, go. I will. That's I will give you that a little bit. Mm -mm. I I am not as excited as Ooh. when I first came out, just because it's so like it's so. I no, I, you, I mean, you're excited, right? I'm excited. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm and so you know excited. what? I'm probably going to go see it in theaters and then pay $30 so I can watch it at home the next day. Oh, my day. God. You're crazy. And you won't go to Dallas with me? Come on. Man. <laughs> I will watch it. I will not watch it unless it's in theaters. I'm throwing that out there, though. It will be. That's what I'm hoping. But uh, yeah. I mean, Enough. spoiler alert, we're going back to the theater a week from tomorrow. 
Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> the crew, everybody who's watching, the crew is headed back to a private screening of Godzilla versus Kong, baby. I a full year wait. since we've been in a movie theater. It's um, our private press screening. They shafted us for Tenet. Um, we are going back as a group. Which comes uh, out for, on May 1st. Did you see that for, on HBO? Yeah, for a private screening of Godzilla vs. Kong, our first movie back in the theater. We're psyched. It's booked. We're ready. And we will have an official review of Godzilla vs. Kong next week after watching it. Maybe even outside of the theater. I don't know. We'll figure something out together. Um, but until then, let's Monsters go ahead and uh, move the, the show screen. along here real quick. Uh, let's start off with the segment that we always start off with. And that is the Movie Watcher Challenge. Dun, 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 dun. Wow, it flowed so much better that time. I was I was trying to stay quiet because it's supposed to technically stay quiet, but I guess we don't do that. And so I guess I had to put music on it that way. Everybody shuts up during that. Little <laughs> no, um, I figured these two might be these two might be sniffling, so that's why I went. Dun, 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 dun. Honestly, like it feel you just feel like compelled to make a music sound like that, Brian. Don't uh -huh. you? Like so. Gonna, I, I, I want to. Can find, that be my? Can that be some... my thing? Every single time I bring in a different like. Well, no, I've I've been scouring. I've been scouring the internet for a sound effect that basically like locks the letters into place oh, every time they go. Yeah, it's very yeah. very difficult to find one, but um, I will find one eventually. Uh, but yes, the movie watcher challenge. If you don't know what the movie watcher challenge is. If this is your first time watching Apocalypse, first of all, thank you. Um, we do a little segment on the show where we challenge each other to watch movies. Uh, obviously, we're not able to watch every single movie that's ever came out. Um, and we want others to watch movies that we want them to watch. And so why not just challenge them to do so? So each week, one person is challenged to watch a movie. And this week was Brian. Um, and the poll was given to the viewers uh, as the inmates ran the prison this past week. And they selected by a very heavy win... And that was shocking to me. Beverly Hills Cop was the number one uh, vote um, by a large, large margin. Um, and he will be sitting here reviewing that for just a little bit. Keith was the I believe Keith's the one that picked Beverly Hills Cop. If I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it wasn't four of us. Uh, and so he's not here, unfortunately. So the four or three of us are going to stay on scene with Brian as he reviews it. Brian, this is one of the greatest comedies of all time. It's Eddie Murphy in his prime. Um, it is considered an all timer. What did you think? I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, I will say, whoever told Eddie Murphy his fake laugh is good. Like, he has this laugh that every single... It's become a trope in his movies. It's... I'm like, stop doing that. Oh, that's not a bad idea, Rachel. <laughs> um, every time... He does it so much, too. And I'm just like, stop, <clears throat> stop. Stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that it, it drove me nuts. And the fact that they kept playing the same song over and over again, like that. I forget. I already forgot the name or the sound it is. It's like a little score. <laughs> no, I like the movie. I like the movie. Those were the only two things that I was like, stop was uh, his like little his little chuckle laugh. Um, and the fact that they use the same like little score over and over again. Other than that, um, I did. I was not expecting. Can I spoil it or no? It's it was in the eighties. Go ahead. Like okay. forty years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was thrown off. Not expecting his friend to get shot in the back of the head right <laughs> off the bat. I was like, oh, okay. We're we're taking a darker turn here right now. Um, and I've. I loved how he constantly 
would end up like in jail and then immediately <clears throat> not do exactly what the cop said and go and eventually get thrown back into jail or in custody or whoever uh, the bananas up the tailpipe. I was going to, I was going to ask, I was going to ask that's it's so genius. <laughs> yeah. That made me laugh. Uh, and then I'm trying to think of some other stuff that, was good oh my god the um i don't know if you would call him secure he's not security because the guy that died was security um what would you call him well i don't know what his position is um the like the front desk guy at concierge uh, yeah yeah that the guy uh at the museum uh the art gallery he would he was so funny he needed to have more lines with uh yeah uh he needed to have more lines with eddie murphy because like every time eddie murphy would talk to him he eddie murphy would start imitating him and yeah yeah that that character like side character was hilarious to me and the um i think his name was billy the one Ch of the cop Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Yeah. I love he's a, he, him. Their relationship together is probably one of the best parts of the, of the movie. Yeah. Um, Cause he knows he can't. Uh, he has to do the right thing, even if it's the wrong thing. Um, but yeah, overall it was good. It made me laugh. And Are you interested in watching the next two at all? I, it's funny. Cause I'm kind of curious. Um, how uh how like it goes after this so yes because i'm like well he kind of got like banned from beverly hills so now i'm kind of like how i'm curious where this goes from here so yeah so i'm kind of curious a little bit not gonna lie samir why are you hating do you not like no 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 no. that's that's what movie. That's movie. oh <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? It's from the movie. It. It's, it's uh, from the movie, yeah. A stop after the second one? Okay, good to know. Uh, I mean, that, I mean that, that goes for a lot of franchises. I think you do have to watch them all because they might eventually do a fourth as well, which which they've been talking about it for years. And years to be and honest, I'd be, years. I would be more interested in watching a now one. Well, it, we're, we're currently in the Eddie Murphy re. re the renaissance or if you want to call it oh my any, God. any sonnets or something i don't know um, um he's, he's having this kind of return so um oh crap i forgot where i was just about to go with this uh your edisance threw me off <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's gone but yeah no overall liked it it was good oh i i remember i was complaining to you about how you guys always challenge me to the ones that I have to pay for it showed up a uh, new edition for free on HBO max on Monday. So I was like, wow, hey, no, good Sunday. for you Sunday. So I was like, yeah, that's why I was so happy about Atlantis. It was on Disney plus. <laughs> I know. Um, well, Hey, Brian didn't like lethal weapons. So at least he likes Beverly Hills cops. So that's... At, at least he got one of them. I, it's one. funny. Cause I was sitting there going, if I don't like this movie, after apparently Lethal Weapon was such a big deal, they're going to come for me and never, <laughs> never let me watch these movies ever again. 
We might just, we might just challenge you to VOD crap movies for the rest of your life if that's the case. I mean, I might like it though. So yeah, if there's one <laughs> person who's gonna like those, it's Brian. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. true. It's very but true. yeah, good movie, good challenge. That's why I'm throwing it back to Keith. Uh, yeah, so Keith, I know that you're not here right now. You probably watch this on playback. Um, hopefully you like that review, man. I know you probably had some questions. Um, but yes, uh, Brian sent the challenge right back to Keith this week. Um, and Brian, you can reveal the four movies that we have selected. And because Keith's not here at the moment, we're just going to do a YouTube poll. So once again, you inmates, uh, you get to control hey. the, the outcome of who watch, of what Keith is watching this week. The poll will go up tomorrow morning. So check back on that. You'll have a couple days to vote. But for now, Brian, what is being challenged this week? Okie dokie. Uh, the first movie that Keith is being challenged to is About Time. Second is Batman and Bill. Third is The Guest. And fourth is North by Northwest. I'm glad I didn't choose the notebook because if he would have had about time in the notebook, he was he'd be in some some tears. <laughs> yeah, so. four very different movies. Um, four very very different movies. Uh, I'm very interested in seeing which wins because there's not really like a clear winner in this bunch for me anyway. Not necessarily. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. It's kind of a coin toss. If I had to put my money. I'm thinking North by Northwest might win. Yeah, me too. Me too. And just so you guys know, Batman and Bill is a documentary. Um, that's the first time we've ever, we've ever had a documentary thrown in here, which is really, really cool. Uh, so maybe that's a, maybe that'll be shot up the ranks a little bit if, if everybody is very interested in that. But yeah, I would, probably say Batman North, it, so. I, I would probably say that North by Northwest is probably the one that I would say, because it's like a classic. It's a classic. Wait, so we had about time, Bill and Batman, Batman and Bill, the North guest. by Northwest, and the guest. Oh, okay. So that would be the second time the guest shows up. Yes. Yes. Rachel, I feel like you are correct. I didn't know I know nothing about that movie, but it seems it sounds like Ah, cute. I have heard about this, that documentary, yeah. So yeah. Cool. All right. Well, there it is, guys. Again, the poll will go up tomorrow morning. Um, not not much to discuss about that since Keith is not here at the moment, uh, but we'll make sure he he knows which ones are being challenged. Uh, make sure you guys get those votes in on which movies uh, you want or which movie, excuse me, that you would love to see Keith um, Keith watch this next weekend. Uh, all right, before we get to our Snyder Cut uh, re, uh, review, let me just plug what's coming up next week for us, guys. Uh, we are officially doing a fanboys watch along. Um, our fanboys watch along is happening next Tuesday, next, next week's next week show uh, on Tuesday, the 30th at seven o'clock right here on this channel. Um, we'll be doing a watch along to fanboys. Uh, I put up the prime video logo there. It's actually not for rent anywhere. So just FYI, we will be actually rent or not for, not for streaming anywhere. It is for renting only. So we'll, we will be renting the movie and watching it. Um, but it's a movie that my four co-hosts have never seen before. <laughs> Um, and it is a favorite, uh, favorite one of mine. Uh, I love it. I think it's so much fun. And obviously being star big Star Wars fans, um, it's kind of the perfect little movie to, to do a watch along to. Uh, He's been trying to get us to watch this for over a year. Over a oh, year. Oh, yeah. Sure. He challenged it 
he did the same thing right before we went to LA uh, mm-hmm. last, was it two years ago? I guess we were supposed to watch it in yeah. LA, but we just never got around to it. Um, yeah, it, it is rent for a higher price uh, at $10. Um, and so we totally understand if you are not able to watch it with us, but um, just maybe a little enti- enticing a little bit. Uh, we're going to be trying to get together for the five of us in one room and doing a watch along together. Um, we've talked about doing live watch alongs together uh, for, for a while and it kind of being the one show where we get together and do a, a show in one room together. Um, and we're looking to do a watch along to this next week together uh, for the first time in a very long time and having now basically one camera with five gentlemen on screen. Um, and so we look forward to doing that again next Tuesday, the 30th. You can join us at seven o'clock right here doing a watch along to fanboys. Um, and yeah, so we hope you guys uh, join us for that one. Uh, any any anticipation to... for this movie, guys? Any anticipation? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to leave right after work by the time to get to your place on time. I don't <laughs> live that far. Also, you're you're making a joke out of it, but these two also live in the same. So, <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I'm I live, just saying. I don't even know. Maybe five, ten minutes. You're, you're sending <laughs> me to your house in rush hour traffic. It, so. it, Brian, it takes like twenty minutes, twenty to thirty minutes. Relax, mm. relax. It is not that far. It takes me 20, 30 minutes to get to the movie theater. Come on. Relax. Just stay the night, Brian. And then relax. <laughs> there you go. Um, no. All right. Let's get to it, gentlemen, because we, we obviously have a big thing to talk about tonight, and that is going to be Zack Snyder's Marvel. Justice um, Zack Snyder's Justice League is officially here. It uh, came out last Thursday at midnight, and I'm sure all of you who are watching watched it by now, um, maybe even a few who, times. And- who stayed up at midnight to watch it? You watched the really? whole thing, Brian? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I saw I Brian's just... tweet. I was like encouraging wow. him and congratulating him. I, <laughs> I knew I... I couldn't do f- like 12 to 4 a.m. There's just no way. So I, I watched it as soon as I woke up the next day. Only reason was because I was on spring break last week. Ah, so. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Hey. Um, all right. So how, how do we want to do this, guys? Do we just want to kind of like – Go old school roundtable style and bring up things that we want to talk about, maybe whether they're positive or negative. Um, because, look, it's a four-hour movie. It's the biggest movie we've ever talked about as far as length and content. So there's a lot to cover. Um, and that's why we have just over an hour to do so. Um, so I think the best way of doing it is essentially just going around the table and letting each of us bring up things that we want to talk about. And then it kind of just adds to the conversation. We can take as much time as we want on that topic. Uh, and move on from there. So I'm going to let Geo start because this is obviously Geo's thing. Um, he He's the one out of the five of us who has been championing this for quite a while. Uh, and I know he's covered it quite a bit on his own channel as well. Uh, but Geo, a quick, quick summary, not five minutes long, a quick summary of your thoughts. And then also transition us into something that we can talk about. So in the world of finance, there's an acronym called... ROI, which is return on investment. And my God, is the return great. This four-hour epic journey doesn't feel like four hours. The character backstories are just fantastic. For some characters, it's redemption. For others, it's a return of form. It is miles better than the theatrical 2017 version, which honestly is the only movie this movie should be, and rightfully so, compared to. No Marvel movies, no Sony movies, that 2017 movie, because that's the movie that we were promised. And I've seen this movie about five times right now, as of so far, five times. Let me tell you, 
every time it gets sweeter and sweeter and well done well done Zack snyder well done everyone um everyone who championed the movie everybody especially who gave it a chance even if you weren't championing this this movie or calling for it if you gave it a chance and you came out enjoying it that's ultimately what i hoped is that you guys would at least enjoy it and now with over two hundred thousand tweets on twitter restore the snyder versus trending and uh it's a great time it's a great time to be a comic book movie fan topic oh um um, where do you want to start where do you want to start i mean there's uh, there's a lot uh you want me to start let's start with the uh, let's start with the the obvious one the the big one for me uh victor stone cyborg incredible incredible you know when, when you watch that uh origin sequence um i was hearing things like dr manhattan esque in 2009's watchmen and my goodness yes the visuals the way that the filmmaker takes us into the mind of cyborg so that way we can see we were given an illustration of what goes on in his mind how he looks at the monetary systems how he looks at people's bank accounts what he did for that single mother struggling my goodness that was great i'm sure you guys loved it too as well right or liked um, it? Do you want us to wait? <laughs> Whoa. No, no, I, I, reply? No, I don't. I don't want to look, I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. That I don't want it to be one person talks to one person. I want it to be a full on like we're sitting at the like before a movie theater or going to see a movie like Apple we're all talking. Oh, I want it to be an open discussion, people interrupting and having conversations, stuff like that. And I will say that I am, and we we went in knowing that Snyder had kept saying, and even Ray Fisher as well that. You know, Cyborg was the one who got cut the most. He was the one who got who got shafted from the 2017 version. And Snyder kept saying, Cyborg, he's the heart of the story. Victor Stone is the heart of the story. He's the heart of the story. I am blown away at the fact that they could possibly think that in 2017 that they could have made the movie without his scenes. Um, it is, it is very, and it's not even just like them cutting the scenes like i like look sometimes when you do when you go into a cutting room floor things have to, things have to be done but to me this is the first time i legitimately looked at a movie and it's because i've seen a different version of it and this is a very special circumstance it's a very different circumstance but i am genuinely blown away at the fact that they think that the 2017 justice league could have been done without as much footage or even just about a speck of the footage that signer had for victor stone we didn't see the football scene we didn't see Eleanor him going stone. into the we didn't go we didn't see him going into the mother box and seeing his mother we didn't see his mother at all in 2017 version in fact i mean that's that's a that's a big thing silas and, was elevated heavily too and and honestly like i know that we all know it now because of this movie and what they've developed in the character but for those who didn't read the comics and maybe even watch like Teen Titans or um, Young Justice or any of the animated movies, when you do Dark Side slash Motherbox, there is no no other important character outside of Cyborg because he is literally a living form of the Motherbox. That's that that is in that is in the history of DC Comics. That is that is his character. And to not put that in the movie in 2017 and now seeing the, the footage fleshed out, it blows me away that they think that they could get away without telling that. 
And now, like, people are beginning to understand why Ray Fisher had so many problems with the filmmakers, the producers of that time, and why he was, you know, so vocal out of everybody, really, everybody on the cast. It's because there's some great stuff. There's some great stuff in this cut, and the, our, our reactions to it, you know, prove it. Prove it, you know? Everybody, it was universally... I'll go as far as saying liked. It was universally liked by the people who saw it. The first things or the first couple of things that they were mentioning included Cyborg. So, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I have to agree. My, I have a list of positives. My number one is Cyborg um, because basically how Zack Snyder said he was the heart of the film. There's no heart in the first movie, in the original, in the theatrical release. There, there, There's not really a heart a source of heart of the film to point to and i gotta agree i one of my favorite scenes in the entire film is when uh he's listening to the tape for the first time and his dad's explaining his powers i loved that scene i i thought it was done very cinematically honestly like when it starts going into his like it like it's going into him it, it felt very cinematic to me and there's just so much that dives into it and to be honest with you guys i i wasn't too familiar with the lore of cyborg from the comics i i knew that he was had a connection to the mother boxes but i didn't know that uh, that much about it so um and how uh wonder woman tells him you know it's gonna play on your worst fears and all that and then we see at first i didn't realize what was going on but he went inside of the mother boxes and they were pretending to be him and his parents together and he has to split them apart in order yep. to split the mother boxes. And I was like, wow. So that, I can't believe they took that out. That's crazy to me. Um, and so I, I agree that it's probably the best part of the movie is cyborgs backstory. I can't believe that this much of cyborg was cut out of the original. Like it, it was does basically it. everything. Like yeah, he's, it he's, was literally yeah. like they tried to wipe him from the movie, essentially, like compared to what we saw in the 2017 to this one. It's a whole it's like it, it's like they added a whole character. It's night and day. He he was non-existent in 2017. This was a whole a whole new character. Like I was like, they really chopped him out of that movie. Like as much as they possibly could, it almost seemed like, like literally almost like they, they kept the parts that they absolutely could not get rid of. And everything else was, he was cut out of it. That's what it felt like watching this. Yep. No football, no flight. None of that. One scene with his father in the 2017 movie. That's it. Yeah. How did and I, I don't remember this, but how did did Silas die in the original? The 2017? Mm -hmm. no. He didn't. Okay. That's so obviously I've I've only seen it maybe once or twice. I think I, I think I watched it a second time at some point, but um and I know a lot of people because Silas is obviously very important to Cyborg as well and to the overall story of, of what DC does a lot of times. He's he's a very important character. Um, but I, I didn't and I don't know about you guys, but I thought that 
them deciding or Snyder deciding to kill him off was probably a very, very smart thing to do. Um, and this is all, this all hinges on the fact that Snyder would have continued on with his movies, obviously. Um, but his, his story was kind of finished. Like, right. It, it was like a beginning and an end. And it was a, it was a very good beginning in the end because it meant a lot to what the character of Ray Fisher or uh, Victor stone and cyborg is. Um, and obviously the way, the reason of him dying, like he just didn't die to die by trying to destroy the mother box. He put an actual tracker on the mother box, which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, at first and, I was like, he died for no reason, but then exactly. I was like, Oh, they, it, to track the heating of it. Cause they, they probably never would have found the base. If exactly. They, so if he didn't do that. And I, I thought the same thing. Like I thought he was like trying to destroy it, but then they said, Oh no, he's, he heated it up so they could track it. And he's the reason everything kind of went down, which is a big deal. So. Yeah. yeah. He, he was elevated hugely. And that was a heartbreaking scene. He just disintegrated because it was so hot in there. And I, well, I felt it like that, that whole thing, the whole story is great. Yeah. It's whole melting. And if you guys, if you guys do plan on rewatching it, like he actually attempted to get out. He, he was going to, but you oh, know, but yeah, but Steppenwolf was breaking Steppenwolf, through. It yeah, was too late. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like pick your poison. Do you, do you want to get, I noticed that the second you know, time cut yeah. by a giant guy or do you want to, you know, so yeah, it, it fit. And, um, I, I'll give you all a chance to, I promise, but the whole message about fatherhood in this movie, um, whether it's, you know, um, uh, Victor Stone and, and his father or Barry Allen, and his father, who's Barry Allen, a close runner-up as far as like standout, in my opinion, or you know Arthur Curry, and at the end he's like, I, I got to go visit my father, you know, because he's like thinking about his father even more after witnessing what Cyborg went through. Um, it's just it's so important, and I, I'm so glad, you know, say what you want about the four-hour cut, it really gives its time to explore the themes and messages. So. Before we move on, before we move on, real quick, let me bring in uh, Mr. Keith Barnes because he is here. What's up, Keith? Keith. Keith. What's happening? I'm here. What's going on? Hello. Got my reverse flash t shirts. There you go. There you go. Um, so we're currently we're currently on the topic of cyborg. Um, we're we're doing round table style. Uh, and Geo started us off and he brought up Victor Stone and Cyborg's character and his arc in the movie. You got any thoughts on this one? Well, uh, listen, I, I can see why Ray Fisher pissed off <laughs> from what happened before, because uh, this one's way more fleshed out, way more. Uh, you actually get to see the guy. He got he actually got to see a performance from the guy. Like to me, I mean, me and Gio and I talked about it the other day, but just that whole the foot. First of all, we got the football game finally. My only issue is that it wasn't Gotham versus Metropolis. Um, have been Gotham Resident Trump, but uh, you don't no, I love this really. I know, yeah, you know Wisconsin Gotham playing. Don't say anything, Ryan. Hold on, hold Wisconsin. on. Who's Gotham playing? The Badgers, okay. uh, Green Bay. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, a very slow uh, Wisconsin Badger all ring offense, but anyway, no, nah, uh. Uh, yeah, that was a good scene. Actually, very well, very well shot football scene. Actually, for such a short, you know, moment in that movie. But uh, yeah, man, I love the moment when he looked up and saw the empty seat. You know, his dad wasn't there, and the ride home in the car with his mom. Uh, just when he that shot of him with the tears in his eyes, man, that was really uh, that was good stuff, man. You really get 
sense of why he was cast. And uh, yeah, it was nice to see him get to show what he can do a little bit in this movie. It's too bad we won't see him anymore. But uh, I liked I liked all the cyborg stuff a lot. It was really really good. Um, all right, let's just continue around the circle. I'll go to Brian next. Brian, you got something you want to bring up? So I well, do you want me to say if I liked it? Oh or yeah, not? quick quick summary. Quick quick. As I I'll emphasize again. Quick summary. Why you? I'm not Geo. You don't have to tell me. Well, I had to emphasize again because Geo ran on for like six minutes. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have stayed up from twelve in the morning to four nonstop watching it. Um, Nice. So it 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 kept my entertainment the whole way through. Um, The there. The one thing that like I was like, okay, come on, hurry up just a little bit was the the singing, like the singing, uh, like the slow motion singings that they do, like the oh, when they were at the small town with Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, like when the weird lady's sniffing his shirt and but I mean, granted, a lot of people probably <laughs> would sniff Jason Momoa's shirt. And, yeah, but uh, I'd say people wouldn't. wouldn't I mean, I'd understand a sniff, but I'm not going to start singing the song. Because I got the chance to sniff Jason Momoa's shirt, but uh, no, that was just a joke. Um, what a bad joke! No, I'm just kidding. Insensitive. Um, but um, there were I. There was a couple things that I was kind of confused with, and I don't know if it's just because I didn't like hear it. Or not, but um, like, are there mother boxes on other planets? I know Chuck, ones, but in other, in like, uh, this is in DC, there are more than there's only there's a whole bunch of well, in the comics. What about them in the multiverse? Oh, I I mean, in the multiverse, but yeah, I I mean, in this universe, there's only the three, okay, because yeah. I would say so, yeah. Because when they and I know uh, Kalinowski and Roxy explained like, it, and uh, but like like iPhones, I, yeah. So I was kind, I was kind of when I was listening to it, I was kind of like, are are they saying that the, each planet has mo- their own mother boxes, and that's how they travel? I didn't even realize that the the I I keep wanting to call it the boob tube, the boom tube was from the mother box like that's the mother box's whole point of kind of existing that was from uh, Asgard. let's be real okay sure um the one thing i would have liked more explanation about because i didn't uh, i didn't understand it until what two days ago a few days ago when roxy and mike explained it is the anti-life equation I, I didn't, as someone that doesn't, I had never heard of that before. Like, I I know, like, the basics of DC characters and stuff, but, like, when we step into, like, dark side territory, I don't know that stuff. So, like, if he has that, is that, like, it's a done deal for everyone in the world? Like... Everyone everywhere. Pretty much. So, like, that... And... Yeah, I don't know. I think that was just the one thing that I kind of was like, 
I would have rather them spent more time explaining that than. Well, and and the problem is there. That's a and that's just a a, a result of what we're going to get with this film is that the movie was made to be a continuation of three other of two other movies. And yeah. so that's, yeah. that's the problem we're going to run into is, with a couple things is it's a result of it's being introduced, but now we don't have these other movies to go off of that were being planned to, to explain all that. Like, like for example, something that we'll probably get to is dark side himself, right? Like he was being set up to be the big bad in the second movie but we might not ever get that second movie. So this might be the only time that we ever see him. Yeah. I, um, so that, that was my only, like, or that literally was like pretty much my only real thing that I was just like, I wished you would have done a little bit more to that because I just, for someone like me, I had never heard of that before. So like, it, it's kind of cool for me because <clears throat> I mean, for comics, for the most part, like I know a good chunk, but like learning something new, I would have liked to learn a little bit more about that because this could just be me being stupid and naive. I didn't realize that. And this wasn't until Mike said it on Alex's show that the reason he's controlling Superman in the nightmare stuff is because of that. Mm-hmm. So I had no, I thought. <laughs> I just thought like he was under some brainwash. It's that, oh, but they didn't communicate that in the movie, though. It, it, that's your point. Yeah, it, like that. I didn't know that until after someone told me. Like I, the whole time, I was wondering why is Superman bad now in these nightmare sequences? And that could be just me. Not, maybe I missed something. But I was playing. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was well, her. Chris, that doesn't Chris mean Chris that he's going to obey Darkseid, though, just because no, she's but it's, dead. It's, it's that plus um, the, the anti-life equation. You know, when you when you lose Lois Lane, what is he, he in Batman v Superman, he says, you are my world. And once you lose that, he loses the will to fight um, the anti-life uh, the equation and Darkseid. And yeah, to, to, your, to your, both of your guys' points, they could have done a better job. There's actually... Dasad, all right. So Steppenwolf was actually Desaad. explaining the just the life equation, but Dasad cuts him off and is like, "We've heard the story, <laughs> this and that." And I was just like, Ooh. "Oh wow, you could have actually maybe there." Which there is actually a longer cut in the movie. And honestly, we're talking about something that they showed in a a fake scene, like a a hypothetical scene, right? Like this is what could happen in the future if things go wrong. So. Well, it's not really that, like. But we also in the real story. We we also saw it in the flashback when when they fought Darkseid, which is the big deal. And to answer Rachel's question real quick, um, no, he did not have it. The anti the anti life equation is on Earth. See, that's okay. See, he, that's he was, on Earth, okay. and, and he found it. Yeah. Brian he found ahead. it, when but he then he got his fight. ass beat when, when he went to go destroy Earth all those years ago when he fought. The Amazons, Atlantis, the, the the old gods, men, all that stuff. He found it, and that's what he was fighting them for to get the anti-life equation. So and that's I what went he was going back for. It's something that he needed to search out instead of he didn't have it the entire time. So I'm with Rachel. I thought Brian, he until the yeah, until the end, I thought he had it, but he needed the mother boxes. That's like I thought he found that and then just got defeated, but left the mother boxes 
and that's what he needed to come back to get to make the whole shebang work. That's what I understood until it was explained to me in a whole different way. So I would say that was my only real complaint about this movie was I was confused in that aspect because I didn't get like a full on explanation, which I mean, if at this point you're not making another movie, I can understand it doesn't need to like make absolutely perfect sense. Real real quick, Gio, and, and explain, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the mother boxes and the anti-life equation are two completely separate things, correct? Yep. Yes. The mother boxes are like these highly, highly advanced auto-anonymous computers. They're an alien tech that are alive, technically, yeah. what they call them. And it is so advanced that you would think, in the movie they say, um, you would think it's sorcery. Well, yeah, Wonder Woman says it's science so advanced you would think it's sorcery. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Listen to the guy with the degree. Congrats, by the way. Hey, you got your hey, degree. Hey. Yeah. They're like, yeah, good job, Jacob. Well done, sir. Yes. Yeah, let's talk uh, about that. <laughs> real, real quick, real, to Chuck, to Chuck's question. Um, this is something good to bring up. Um, that's where I was going to go. That's what, so, that's, the, that's the question I have. Yes, that, that was my so, when Gio and I talked last the other day. That's what I was asking to. I, from what I got from from my understanding, and this is obviously is just my opinion. He doesn't know what planets are called. He's just jumping to universes and solar systems and destroying places. I had this question too, and, and I do want to address it real quick. I just done. think that I, obviously he's like he already said he's he's been killing a hundred thousand worlds, and this is just another world that he came across that he wants to destroy. And so I don't think he knows where it is, where it came from. He's just kind of finding the worlds and destroying them back in that you know flashback. But someone else might have had a different. Approach. Here's so the, I, here's what? my only no, gripe with that explanation <laughs> is. Yeah. Jake, I'm going to use you as a comparison. You've played, what, thousands and thousands of baseball games, right? Mm -hmm. You can probably remember which ones whooped your ass that pissed you the hell off because of a certain thing, Well, he's going to remember the people, but he might not know exactly where the world is, what I'm saying. Because like like, like it said, like they said in the flashback, uh, Wonder Woman is explaining, she goes, all of a sudden, an, um, an armada shows up in the sky. Like they had jumped there. Not like they traveled, yeah. like they had jumped. Yeah. So they don't exactly know where it is, how they got there. They just jumped somewhere and they found a world. Yeah. I mean, like but this wasn't. You, an- but if it was the place where you, to, to go with Brian's uh, baseball analogy, if it's the place where you got the worst injury you've ever had, you might remember that one, though. Right. Yeah, I, I'm gonna remember, but but again, but again, we're talking about roads on Earth and space travel, guys. So we're look, talking their like technology the is so world. advanced; they know exactly where that planet was. Remember. Their, their <laughs> right. technology is a million more times advanced than ours. Boxes are there, and well, he's when they're there leaving, with that axe to the shoulder. He's he's not gonna care what it's called. He's just gonna go up there and whoop that ass. No, here's dude. my thing. He knows that the Amazons and the Atlanteans are there. He fought Amazons and Atlanteans in that battle. So to me, and that got, was a little he got murked, in my opinion. In that battle. So I was Aries Dark Side. Man. Yeah, Aries, was, Aries whooped his ass. I was shocked yeah. that Warner Brothers allowed Dark Side to get an ass whooping. That well, bad in that movie. He was Uxus. He was Uxus. Uh, still, still, I was like, oh my god, they worked 
him. And I wish that part caught me off guard. It took a lot. I'm glad it was Aries, though. That was cool. Yeah. But I mean, the whole forgetting the planet thing is to me, I, I, that's just kind of funny. I don't know about that. It's funny. Like, it wasn't enough to, like, oh, it's, I'm the one defending the movie right now. I'm not. I don't care well, about I mean, it either it's, way. It's one no, little. No, no, I'm part. just saying. I'm just saying. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm not saying you guys are bad. I'm. Hey, relax. We're bad. <laughs> I'm just what? saying. I'm looking for. I'm being the optimistic one. Where you, you guys are like, sure. well, 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 well. I just think it's funny hey, because I'm loving it. it. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it, man. Listen, awesome. Gio and I talk. Gio. Gio said the same thing. He's like, hey, he just forgot. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess. Nah, <laughs> he passed no out. He was he was after, after he got carried, he passed out. And then he woke up and he's back in sure. apocalypse. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he, he got goes, a traumatic brain down? injury from Aries' axe, man. I don't know. Seriously, no. I hey, will say. <laughs> Steppenwolf knew a lot about Amazonians. He knows a lot about that planet and where they're well, from. Because that dude was banished and he's probably been you know, doing some Tinder stuff on the side or something. I don't dude, know. the Maybe. fact that he had to conquer 50,000 more worlds. I was like, God damn, you, you had to get you into, a, what was it, 100,000 worlds total to get back no. in Dark Space Grace? But he needed 50, oh, total. Well, 50,000 more, so I imagine 100,000. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, uh, that whole, him losing track of of the anti-life planet, like, that didn't bother me enough to, like, care. Like, I was just oh, like, yeah, yeah. if anything, it, it just made me kind of laugh, thinking, like, the biggest bad character is like, oh shit, where did I leave this? It's just kind of funny. It's just kind of funny to think. Um, all right, before we t- before we spend too much time on that, because we have a lot to talk about, Keith, I'm gonna go to you next, man. Um, Jacob, I'm gonna go to you next. You you think of one as well. Uh, what is one topic, Keith, that you would like to bring up for the whole crew to talk? Ooh, okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, still got my notes from uh, where we at here. Bruce Wayne. We just talked about the flashback battle. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? Okay, I don't know if you guys hit on. You guys talk about the Flash yet? Barry Allen. Have we gotten into? No. Have we gotten into him yet? Nope. Okay. I found him not as annoying, <laughs> but still a little annoying. But not quite as much, right? I'm with and you. I think it's just I'm, I, I'm with you. I think it's it's just uh, and again, like I talked, G and I talked about it. It's just a, it's a different take on the character. I understand that, you know, that's not yeah, that's fine. But um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm just not a huge fan of Ezra Miller so far as Barry Allen. You know, just not 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 that much. Like I said, it was a lot better in this one. Um, a lot of the super annoying quippy stuff from everyone was cut out of this movie which was great this movie and with that i found it still i think it was funnier in that way like because it wasn't like outwardly trying to be funny you know like it was just more it felt more natural yeah yeah so but i still found him a little annoying but i did love i loved the obviously the intro scene at the pet store with uh iris and i thought that was that was that was very awesome that's keith keith Plug your mic in and out again, real quick. It's it's beeping. Damn it, Barry. It's still buzzing. Uh oh. Uh oh. Ah. That came out of nowhere, and it's never happened before. Yeah. 
Uh, well, while Keith, well, to- uh, hold on, I- I'll talk while Keith's doing this, but you guys are freaking crazy. I, well, first of all, I have to say, I separate outside stuff out of the movie with the actors on screen. Okay. I love Barry Allen in this movie. I liked him in the first movie actually. Um, but I really like Ezra Miller in this movie. Honestly, it, it works for me because everybody else is so Oh, uh, like also like just the same. Everybody else is talks low tone is is grim, and he adds such a nice balance to that, in my opinion. And uh, to me, he's I mean I don't know how old they say he is in this. Like he's not Spider Man's age. I would say he's he's like twenty two, maybe. I would say somewhere between eighteen and twenty because he's going to college, right? So. He was going to college between 18 and 22. I like to me, he's like a kid, like imagine a kid that age. Who's like obsessed with a lot Batman and Superman and stuff. And then finally gets to be a superhero and work with them. I, I think it fits. And I, I mean, there's, they took out some of the jokes that didn't work from the 2017 version, obviously brunch, but his, his tone, like the style of the character is still the same because they, they use footage that was shot by Zack Snyder as well. So uh, to me, Barry Allen, I really, and it's not even just the comedy to me. And I'll just say, since we're talking about flash, my favorite scene in the whole entire movie is when flash time travels in, in the, at the end of the film to save them. I thought, that was done beautifully. And you said the, the favorite, your favorite scene in the whole movie. Yep. My, that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. When he's like, mm. when, uh, well, at first I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was like, did they just lose the second, the second that it started happening? I knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. Well, I was like, did they just lose? And then I was like, what is going on? And then like, did he time travel right away? Or did he phase through the blast? No, he he stopped time by moving faster. He slowed time down. Okay, that way he okay. Could speed back up. But either way, I and to me, like maybe the humor doesn't work for you guys. But when he's like, "Come on, Barry Hill," he's like, "Come on, you got to go faster than the speed of light. You got to break the rule." Like I just, I loved all of that. So to me, that part didn't uh, bother me. The Flash worked for me. I, I like him. I I'm more in line with what Keith was saying. That you know I. And this is maybe just me from the beginning, but I, I'm a I'm a big Flash guy. Uh, Flash and Aquaman were always my two favorite DC characters. Obviously, I love Batman and Supes, but um, so I was very particular on the type of the type of person that I really wanted to play. Barry. Well, out. and that's a fair point, and I, I I'm okay with that criticism. Like that's a fair point. And and so I've never been able to like really wrap my head around Ezra Miller playing the character, but I also have never really been like the biggest fan. Okay, no buzzing. I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, I've never really been like the biggest fan of his portrayal and the adaptation of this specific Barry Allen. And, and it did help. Uh, the, the cutting out of the certain jokes in this movie definitely helped because the Justice League 2017 was by far the most we ever saw of him, right? We saw snippets of him and in, in other stuff. But um, there were once once the origin part was over, I was pretty pretty okay with him. I personally didn't really care for the whole origin part. I don't know about you guys. I don't know. Excuse me. I don't even think you can call it an origin. How did he get his powers? It was never explained. Well, so 
they don't they need might, to show they it. They might have done that in they might do that in the Flash movie, yeah. which is there. But as far as like his origin, this movie of him him of him saving Iris West, for me, I didn't really care much for the scene. Um, I don't know about you guys. Like it was a fine. Wait, you scene. didn't you didn't like the catching. That was a beautiful her? scene. I, I could have done without the grabbing of the wiener, but <laughs> was, but he fed I mean, it to the dogs. You don't yeah, like I get that part, but like I didn't need a slow motion grab of the wiener and put in my pocket. Like he could have just like eventually fallen into the dog or, or something. Can I he ask you guys something? What was her the point? What was the point of that scene? What did it do listen, for the movie? I think it, it was, was love it at was first their own. Scene. It it was their own uh, oh, quicksilver scene. Every time there. there's a speedster, they're trying to do the quicksilver thing. thing in the movie. <laughs> well, no, no, Gio, Gio, look, it's look, it's a fair criticism. Like that's fine if Jacob has like that's fine. But what I'm saying personally is like, what does it do for me as I'm watching the movie? For hmm. me, it didn't do. And and this is, I think, this is a a trope that I have with Zack Snyder in general, or like just a criticism in general. And it, it again, this is coming from me being a big, big Flash fan. I don't hmm. want every single moment that I'm watching the Flash to be in slow motion. Yeah, I don't. I agree with that. That's fair. I, I want to see him sped up doing stuff, and we saw that in the movie. That's fine. We saw that in the movie, but that entire sequence was in slow motion, and that's probably what took me out of it. If they did the window thing. And and he sit and he did the window thing in slow motion. Then he saved her, and then we saw the end. Like I would be pumped. I'd be pumped. I don't need to see the whole catching and everything. Did he? I know exactly what's happening. I know exactly ever, what's happening. Well, did they ever show him using his speed not slowed down? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. In in the final battle, he was doing a bunch of stuff. And when oh um, well, yeah, that part yeah. And when, when uh, the parasitic was. In the tunnel, when the parademon was shooting at him, he was whipping around. Yeah, he, yeah. He, there was a bunch of times where he was, but but there's also a lot. Of, and I understand what they're doing. Like I get it. He's super fast. Everyone around him is super slow. I get it. But I don't need every single major moment that the Flash has to be in slow motion. And that's just my opinion. That's just my. Even opinion. if it was half and half, that'd be cool. But it's it's like ninety slow motion, ten percent fast. Which I agree with you on that, Jake. That stood out to me. <clears throat> but Anybody Keith know? is the one who brought up Barry Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Keith, you were cut off. Uh, yes. Brought up the well, uh, well. Listen, by the time we get to the end, though, with all that, all that said, he was awesome. I loved the. I love what he did at the end of the movie. I, I thought it was incredible. Um, so you know, obviously taking out this stuff with the oh, you know what? I just realized they didn't, they didn't do the race. I guess that race was a Whedon thing. The race with absolutely that was a Whedon thing. Oh man, I just thought about that. I actually, actually didn't mind. I thought that was good. But, oh well. But uh, <laughs> so re real quick, I don't know if you guys fit, thought, there was actually a, a behind the scenes photo that came out of the filming of that, and Henry Cavill was in the suit with the Mission Impossible mustache. <laughs> I've seen that. Wow. Yes. Oh <laughs> wow. I the yeah. 2017's coming back to me now. Remember the little <laughs> the family in the house and all that? Yes, wow. there was none of that. None yeah, of that. that was unnecessary. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. you know what they took out also was Barry Allen falling on top of Wonder Woman. Of course. Of course. Which and, which yeah. is a Whedon thing because I watched Age of Ultron the other day, and guess yep. who falls on top yeah. of Scarlet Winter does it on top yes. of Natasha? Yep. Yeah. Her. 
Um, um, all right. Oh, yeah. So is that everything that we want to say on the flash? Well, uh, hopefully, and Gio, like I said, we talked about this. Uh, and I guess you, you, you said, Gio, I, I, watched, I watched your video about uh, Iris West, uh, Kiersey, what's her name? Kiersey Clemens. Kiersey Clemens, yeah. yeah. She's going she's gonna to be in Flashpoint. So how much of this movie will be canon? I know. I think they're saying it won't be, but I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? Said, we don't know. Snyder's. Snyder's movie's not in canon, but we're going to take Iris West. We're going to take your Aquaman, your right. Wonder Woman, your Batman, your <laughs> Superman. We're going to take it all. Well, Wonder Woman appeared in Wonder Woman but no, first, right? No. But no, uh, no Billy Crudup. Though, Superman. Uh, but Batman v Superman is canon, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Everything uh, we'll but Snyder Cat is canon. I need them to come out and say that that's canon. <laughs> I don't, I don't well, know. No, I either. think Man of Steel and BVS are. I mean, ugh, why would they ever say the 2017 version's canon? Because it's theatrically <laughs> released. Because they were proven um, right. wrong. Before before we move on, uh, I do want to bring up a comment. It makes a good point here from uh, Spacing Spacing Llamas. Llamas. Um, Llamas. I think the whole point of the IRS scene was to introduce Barry, his personality, how his powers work, and a future love interest. Which okay, sure. When I said that, I thought about it, and the the thing for me, okay, if you don't really know about the Flash, like if you're a first time viewer of the Flash, and you're like, okay, we know he's fast, but how do his powers work? I guess. That's a good way to introduce, here's how his powers work, and that's what we're going to see throughout the rest of the movie. I did like how they showed his shoes tear up, though. That was cool, because that would happen. If he was wearing yeah. regular shoes, that would happen. It happened to yeah. Zion. Well, like I said, he's burning through I a lot of that. shoes then, if that's the case. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not, I wasn't a fan of that personally, but that's just me. But wait, but that's what would happen, though. You but oh yeah uh, but yes. okay, that's fine. But in every in every comic book iteration of all time. They've never shown Barry Allen's oh. shoes bursting. Hey, that's that attention to detail from Snyder. That's, that's why not. Oh, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Jacob, you're up next. What topic do you want to bring up, sir? Hmm. <laughs> well, Keith stole mine. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I'll just talk about the action overall is better in this one. Um, even, even though the, the Wonder Woman scene the when we first see her is basically the same scene it has way more stuff in it how is it not basically the same thing she she rescues them from she defeats the robber the, the guys the henchmen and rescues them that's it but i'm telling you the scene is better like they elevated it they added the action was different like as soon as one woman busts in there she starts knocking guys over and i i just noticed that even in scenes that we'd already seen they improved the action in and overall, just even like the final battle and, and everything action wise uh, really stood out to me. I mean, it's, <clears throat> you know, you have to go through each scene and say, okay, what was new? What was changed? But like overall, I really thought the action was improved. It was, it was really, and this is a good thing. So nobody come after me, please. It was aggressive. What? It was aggressive, which I really enjoyed. Oh, I, uh, I yeah, it, was, it was very, very aggressive. Not, not in the fact of like, yes, like heads were cut and like Steppenwolf's ear or whatever you want to call the side piece of his head was lasered off. Like that, and that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the the pack full of punch that was brought into these actions. Mm -hmm. I was um, just gonna say the Amazons versus Steppenwolf. Yeah, like all of it from from the very that. beginning and every action scene, whether it was small or or big, it definitely had that that Zack Snyder touch. 
Like it absolutely had that Zack Snyder touch. And the thing that I will say though, is that I haven't felt action from Zack Snyder like this since 300. This was the first time I felt this type of aggressive, hard to the nose, ground and pound action from Snyder since 300. And I really Agreed. enjoyed it. Um, in, in just from the moments of like, uh, you know, Batman stuff to, to the stuff where it's humanized with him to literally feeling Superman destroy someone through the screen. <laughs> right. Like, like that's when you, when you feel Superman punch or when you watch him punch, you want to literally feel it as you're watching it. And I could feel him knocking Steppenwolf's ugly ass face. In. <laughs> so, Out of Steppenwolf. Yeah, it's, it was great. It, in, Look, Zack Snyder, that's always been that's that's always what he's been good at. He's always been good at that side of filmmaking. He's been great at, at choreographing action and making the action look good. And I really appreciate that he did it even more so in this movie because no matter how much I have criticized DC and like wondered and and you know talked about it, I'm a I've always read DC comics. Like I've wanted to see a Justice League movie on screen. And a lot of that comes down to action. We always talk about it in comic movies. How is the action? How does this translate on the screen? It translated really good. It translated really good. And that has to do with Aquaman as well. His act, the, the scene, like it, we saw it in the 2017 version of him throwing his, his uh, trident. We didn't see the back end of that. We saw that full scene play out where he threw it through two parademons, mm -hmm. not one, just two of them. And then he, and then he like chopped one in half and, and then smacks like, another one against yeah, the wall. It's just yeah. Like, cool. It's aggressive. It's awesome. And he it's stabbed great. Steppenwolf and the, Again, that's great too. It's it was great, and then obviously like Wonder Woman cutting Steppenwolf's head off. Yeah, like, cool. and that's I part of the it. action. Cool. I and I love that intense action and brutal action. It's like, here's your first big villain of the first Justice League movie. Let's cut off his head. Boom, and just like, and Steppenwolf send, send him to on. yeah yeah like here's There's your boy. Like, what are you gonna do now? <laughs> and it's like I don't know about you guys, but I was like. Darkseid could maybe step through the portal and fight them right now, but he's like, nah, I'll wait. And just like shuts yes. the portal. He's like, I don't want uh, none of Superman what? right now. <laughs> That's exactly right. Because honestly, he could have like, and I, I was listening to somebody that mentioned this. I went, oh, that's true. Because he could have fired, and I don't know how the Omega Beams work in the movies. But in the comics, like that would be an Omega Beam situation and they'd all be finished. Wait, well, Keith, we saw them. Did you? Do you remember seeing no, we, them? Oh yeah, no, briefly. He's saying yes. he could have though. Oh, he could have done it right then. <laughs> and there's no because the, the, the Flash can't even get away from the Omega Beams, like in the comics. Like there's nothing you do. Like if they knew what he could really do, they wouldn't be sitting there staring at him or someone. It's like I don't think he wouldn't be having a stare off. Yeah, the probably Omega not. Beams yeah, confuse. The Omega Beams confuse me as a person that doesn't. The, emo the Omega Beams are very similar to Yondu's arrow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly but right. very similar. They're they so fast. They across the whole they, universe. Like, Go all yeah. over the place. That's what Yondu's arrow can do. He just whistles it around. Right. Wait. So, right. so Darkseid could be like sitting on Apocalypse and be like, "I want to kill somebody on Earth," and just go and kill them. And there's yeah. Some versions he can. Yes. Wow. Yeah, they're strong as hell, man. That's like. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Like Superman could shoot it just straight, you know, but they could just shoot it anywhere. That's crazy. He can draw but, the coolest yeah. thing in the sand on the beach for his love. I don't know. I took it like Darkseid's like, I have too much work to do. Like, I don't want to fight them right now. And he just closed the portal. Ah, dude, that dude was scared. That yeah, dude well, that's what I'm saying. A little scared. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, he would have lost. He, he was scared at that point. All I know eh, is that I don't know. they missed a huge opportunity 
for Granny Goodness to come in there and whoop some ass. Oh my god! And we were planning on it for the sequel, Brian. I don't think they wanted to like even her reveal ass who the just actress sat on the was. Side. I was so mad. I'm like, I need to hear Darkseid go, Granny Goodness, go or something. And like, oh, I was so mad. Doesn't it make you want well, a sequel, Brian? I mean, I mean, listen, he, it remains to be seen if we still get the uh, new gods, Ava DuVernay's new gods. I know G and I briefly talked about it, and we're like, who knows? But why is she a part of new gods? For any goodness? Yes. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah. No, she is. Yeah. She's very I'm much sure. part of it. <laughs> yeah. So oh, hopefully man, they still make that. Dark side. Decide. Uh, they definitely are making that because didn't she just announce a cast member for her movie? No, that's for something oh. else. Oh. Hmm. Um, so let's go around the table real quick before we move on. What is everyone's favorite? That is my biggest scene? gripe, by the way, that Granny Goodness didn't get any action. Oh my god. Uh favorite favorite action scene. Uh Jacob, you start us off. Hmm. Uh I mean Superman beating Steppenwolf's ass <laughs> and then leading it to them killing yeah. him. Like just yeah. chopping his head off straight up. I loved it. Gio? Yeah. Sorry, um, I took you, the big you one. You have to say <laughs> one. You get one. I took the big one. One. <laughs> one or none. One or none. Okay, I'm going to go with one that I saw a previs of like a couple years ago, and it looked even better when it happened. It, it's a moment where Mira is getting choked, and she's sucking all the water out of uh, Yes. Oh, that was cool. Just like, yes. If, hey, people talk about. Uh, uh, Scarlet Witch would have killed Thanos. She would have killed Steppenwolf hmm. easily. You saw I mean, blood she, coming out of there. I, water. I think she was trying to take all the water out of his brain and just crush his brain. Yeah, you saw blood, water. Yeah, all she's of taking it. all the moisture out of the situation. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what about you? Yeah. Uh, easily the first time Darkseid tried to take over the world. The flashback? Oh, yeah. Like oh oh how do you oh, that? Yeah. I mean DS JL the no, Age of Heroes scene oh, that yeah. is amazing too. Uh, yeah. I I've said this to Jake and multiple other people. If he made a whole entire movie dedicated to just that, I'd watch it. You know, well, and you know, you know what's that funny? Zack Snyder styles very well. I, I thought about this. So yes, but yeah. you make you make Dark Side the main character. It's from Dark Side. Yeah, why not? Who's the actor who plays Zeus? Who's uh, um, who is that guy? I think I he's know, a right? fighter. I read, and he's yoked. Um, it would make sense if he's a fighter. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that scene's not even. Come on, Gio, you're supposed to have this offhand, man. Let's I'm, go. I'm trying. Okay, I got everybody else. Hold <laughs> Let's on. Go. Let me... Hold on. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if they ever bring Zeus back. If that act, if that actor would play him. Why not? He looks like Zeus. Uh, I mean, Keith, if he, real quick, if he can act. what about you? Favorite action scene? Okay. Well, I uh, love Jacobs. I, I would agree with that. But uh, I'm going to go with um, the Themyscira attack because it was so much, it was much better. And uh, Sergi Constant. Sorry. Okay. Big, big, sir, big uh, Russian guy. Big, you sure it's not Sergey? Sergey. Yeah, right. Sergey, oh, he's a model. <laughs> this guy's he's a huge. model. Is he really? Of course. I mean, oh, Zeus has to be the best looking okay. dude in the universe, right? Yeah, no, they got to get an actor. I mean, <laughs> you get the guy that made Prado's son. Let me put it this way. 
I understand why Hippolyta wanted to bang him. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Gio, I almost got you on that one. <laughs> hey, um, we all know Zeus gets around. Uh, yeah, I think, I think for uh, me. Uh, oh, Keith, go ahead. Sorry, Keith, go ahead. Oh, just really quick, I was gonna say uh, we talked about this uh, Saturday, Gio and I. Um, that scene was a lot better. Played a lot better in this one. Obviously, like everything else but um it made sense i was asking like why were they just like waiting for him to show up when the when the box started act- activated and then there was a second where it did shut down uh, and Gio reminded me of that and i went, went back and watched it and okay but i think that uh i was listening to camera what i was listening to and somebody pointed this out and it made sense it made me appreciate the scene more is like they weren't prepared for that fight like they were just kind of like they were going to seal whoever came through there. They're going to seal them in and then destroy that building and sink it into the ocean. They weren't Man, ready for whoever. When all those Amazonians went down in that, in yeah. that thing, man. It was no, yeah, it was tough, it was right? like, yeah. Oh, no, all those beautiful women. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't ready for anybody to escape from that and have to fight them. So it kind of made more sense. And I appreciate that scene a little more. Uh, I, I will say it, so. the scene, just the shots of those ginormous muscular women smashing the yeah. uh That's cool. abs wow like that, <laughs> yeah, right. to me like jake said it was very 300 s that was the most 300 esque of the whole entire part of the movie for me was when those women were swinging those axes and and hitting the beams and co- it collapsing and then them holding it for hippolyta <laughs> That part was, out, I yeah. was like, I'm watching 300, which made me was think like, <laughs> which made me think like, damn, like I would not mind him doing the Amazon movie, Amazonian movie. Like yes, if he I did like a 300, if he did it like 300 style, mm-hmm. I'd be, I'd be second in line to Geo. Yeah. We'll stand side by side, buddy. Okay, thank you. So, we're both- <laughs> um, so almost every major action scene has been mentioned. Uh, I I do think that as a fan, the the best is probably the flashback, uh, the the fight for the world, the the age of hero. Um, but for me, the moment that I pretty much like jumped out of my couch and like geeked out about the most was the Superman moment. Um, yeah. He just shows up and he's absolutely just in full on. And the reason why in that's I want to bring it. That's the one thing that I wanted to bring up was Superman, and we'll get to him, and it's kind of a segue. But um, we know that from Man of Steel to BVS to now, Snyder has been evolving Clark Kent. Right? He's he's been evolving the Superman that he started with yes. to becoming the Superman that we've all known and loved for so long. That was the Superman that. That's the Christopher Reeve Superman in modern day action right there. That's the Superman. That's the Clark Kent, the classic character. When he shows up in that black suit and he says, not impressed, that is Superman. And the freeze is is absolutely. Yeah, he breaks the axe. In in full just character mode, we, we know that he's been building to this moment. And to finally see his Superman evolved on screen fully um, and to see Henry Cavill embrace that character finally um as a longtime fan as someone who who has wanted it for so long uh it was so well done i also think that his all the scenes with superman when he was uh risen brought back to life it was just a whole different perspective from what we saw in the 2017 version the story was totally different 
Um, the fight was very similar between the characters, but the whole meaning and the story was completely different and separate from what we saw in that movie uh, in 2017. I, I thought Superman was handled brilliantly. And at the core of the film, Superman is Zack Snyder's. That, that's, that's what Zack Snyder is all about is Superman. Did Man of Steel, did BVS, did Justice League. He's been he's been worrying about this character for so many years, and it was really cool to finally finally see him kind of evolve that character on screen. And it was Henry Cavill who was at the um, the watch along when it was announced Snyder Cut of last year, which you saw as well, Jacob. I mean, Jake. Um, but how about when his fathers are talking to him and Pa Kent finally says, "Fly, son." Like boom! Yeah, what that a- that moment where he does jump yeah. up for the first time was was dope as shit. And then he embraces the sun. Listen, it's like when I was watching uh, that, I, I didn't put it in the chat. I messaged Gio. You tell him I messaged you right away, and I was like, dude, that's the moment where I was like, you know what? I'm in. I'm a completely 180. I'm I'm on board. Uh, I'm in. I'm I'm right there I with you. Waiting. That was one of the. That was awesome. I keep really waiting great. for Gio to start crying because of this. <laughs> no, honestly, like I, I'm gonna lie to you guys. There were a couple times when I got up, especially during the end credits when they sing Hallelujah and it says "For Autumn," and you just uh, oh, I, okay. I found myself getting emotional because of not. Just, I'm not talking about crying from the movie. I'm talking about crying because we're actually saying good things about Zack no, Snyder's. I thought about this too. I was like, this is going to be a review on like anything that, you know, we've ever done in the past. Cause like, (laughs) it's usually like, you know, me and maybe like one or two of you, like, and the other one is like like, on the fence. And it's just like, we're all doing it. And Andy, we're all in, you know, this is a, this is a arc over, over three movies, hopefully five. But now you see from man of steel to now, the evolution, the character sure. arc of Henry Cavill, and how about Ben Affleck? Uh, Faith, Alfred, Faith, uh, Bruce Wayne like that is Jeremy for Irons was fantastic, yeah. By the way, Jeremy yes. Irons, I need, those, I, need a, I need an Alfred movie with just Alfred drinking whiskey, fixing a car. That's all <laughs> there. Ben Affleck and Jeremy Irons are such good ba- Bruce and they, yeah. uh, I love the, when they walk into the I think they're in the Batcave and then he's like this is Alfred I work for him yeah. and then Aquaman's like <laughs> yeah, right. badass Alfred yeah. I love yeah. that yeah <laughs> or, um, or real, real, quick, real quick before we move on from the this, the subject and Gio I know I'm interrupting but I have to say it when it's on my mind it's okay the, the moment when Soup shows up and you get the combination of Mad Max and Superman theme. I'm like, what is going on? There's this like rock thunder going on in the background, and then that Man of Steel weaves in. I'm like, what is yeah. happening right now? Like, I need this on vinyl. Like, I need this on vinyl. Hey, like, I tell like the score. The score is great. Like I said, I don't quite. I, I think it's even. I'm not gonna put it ahead of BBS because that score is top. Like I said, top. No, shelf. this I think this, this is better. This than one's BBS. right there. This is better than me. I, I, I need to listen to it. I, I need to listen to it a little bit more. I need to listen to it right now. John, at least yeah, there's, there's, the win. there's like 50 more scores in this one than BVS. <laughs> it is. Listen, you guys, I, I just, I to, man, y'all got to listen to that BVS score start to finish again, man. I'm telling you, that score is stellar. But this one's right there. This one's right there with it. I will so. say the one thing that made me laugh is the fact that, like, nothing at this point phases. Bruce Wayne and Alfred, right. like yes. nothing faces them anymore. Like including <laughs> the end, 
Yeah, there's a lot, mm. including oh the end when Martian Manhunter shows up. Batman's just like, yeah, okay. He goes, he, he, he just goes, <laughs> and who are you? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, apparently, who knows what so, this Batman's been fighting for all these years? <laughs> yeah. Well, Gio, you mentioned this. Apparently, that was, they wanted, uh, Zack Snyder wanted that to be a, a lantern. Green, a green lantern. lantern. And they were going to be Kilowog again. I can't remember the other one. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, so he he didn't. I don't think he knew what that was going to be. It was going to be Martian I'm, Hunter, no. Hunter or Lantern. I'm glad that it was. I'm, I'm happier that it was Manhunter. I'm no. I'm talking Jay about Ben Affleck. Did Affleck know? I don't think Affleck knew what that was going to no, be. No. Well, the original I'm plan sure was knew. that, but Warner Brothers is like, no, don't touch that. We're going to use it for this movie or this project. <laughs> By to the be way, fair though, Geo, I think it worked better that it was Superman. Yeah, it, it worked this, better than it was Manhunter. That was Manhunter. Oh, you mean Manhunter? Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. I think it worked better in this situation. Yeah. I, no, I'm I, not. Would I have loved a Green Lantern? I'm never going to turn down a Green Lantern. They're my favorite. But in this situation, it worked perfectly because he was a looming character. Like when he went to see Lois, and th so you know he's there, and then he shows up at the end. It's not like some like... Yeah, oh, just now, two random Green Lanterns. Well, and, random. and just yeah. a little history, but and I go back to this a lot. But that's exactly how the character was in Smallville. He sat back for a lot of years mm. as his human was form, a, and then when Clark, when Clark needed him the most in the show, he showed up as Manhunter. And it's kind yeah. of similar here, right? He's seeing what's happening with Darkseid and what's happening. He's like, okay, I can't stand back any longer. Yeah, and he's, he's, it, it, yeah. for me, it yeah. worked out great. I um, think so too. I, I thought. I thought it made more sense with the dialogue that was said as well. Like, you know, how he had said, like, I've been, you know, sitting by for so long and now I'm needed. I'm here. And also, I thought he looked incredible. Yep. He looked great. That's really good. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good, that's the same thing, uh, Jake. Yeah. I know Smallville. I think he was friends with Jarrell, I think. And he, he was, like, he, he had been watching, watching over Clark like essentially for, for his entire so, yeah. life as, as yeah. John Jones. And, right. uh, and then when, when Clark needed him the most, he popped up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was well done. Well done. Jake, you guys want to? Already... Oh, no, Go ahead, Jake. Oh, no, I was just say you guys want to. You guys want to tackle? <laughs> you guys want to tackle that ending? Do we want to get to the? We can, okay. gonna, that, that should probably be the last thing we talk about. Yeah. Okay. Gonna I'm gonna say something blasphemous. <laughs> I didn't like it. What? I didn't like uh -oh. the nightmare ending. Why not? I'm I'm kind of 50-50 on it to be honest. I to be honest, I and I if you go back and look, I was so excited to see Leto's Joker. Like I was like, yes, I think he deserves more. I actually didn't really like his Joker. What? I know. It 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 almost I almost like <laughs> it's funny because I'm almost kind of like I feel like there's something wrong with me for not liking it no. to where like, I want to rewatch it just for that. I did not care for that, that ending. Hmm. I know. He's talking to Batman and he's like, Oh, we could happily have that discussion about why you sent the boy. One. So, wow, I know it. Like, wow. So but, real quick, did, do you guys, and I, I know, so Gio, you stay quiet on this one, but do you guys know where that was shot? Yeah, I heard hmm. that was shot in Snyder's backyard. Wow, and they all did it separately, right? Yeah, they all, I think they, <laughs> they were all placed because Warner Brothers said no additional photography. He shot it. He shot it in his garden. 
that it, they said his garden. Mm. That's where he shot it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I will say this. And it was I, a, I, okay. as, as a fan, of course, I geeked out. I was like, like, wow, like this is kind of cool. But overall, connected to the movie, I thought to myself, there might have been a better ending because it might not ever come to fruition. <laughs> and I, I know that I'm I'm again, I know a lot of people like this nightmare scene is incredible. I love seeing Deathstroke and Batman together. The fact that the possibility of seeing Affleck versus Man Manginello gets me so excited. Like I've wanted to see Batman versus Deathstroke for years. And seeing the flash in his suit and seeing more Mira always gets me stoked. But uh, when I think I, of it. I kind of wish Mira would have been uh, Ocean Master. No, I thought it worked out better that it was Mira. It worked out better because she's at that point she's. Well, we had, this she's was supposed queen. to come out before Aquaman. We hadn't met Ocean Master yet. Yeah, and, like, and she was, Brian, she that would have been queen. cool though. I love Patrick Wilson. Plus, I, you got to put a female in there, Brian. Come on. Yeah, no, I get it. I think I just like his costume. I'm kind of. He wouldn't have been in his costume. He wouldn't have been in that whole thing. I'm kind of with you, Jake, to be honest, because, and look, I don't want to judge the movie like, oh, we're not ever going to see this again, because he still made the movie with his vision. Like, he planned this scene all along, is what I heard, but he added, he changed elements. Like, I heard. That Deathstroke was supposed to be a dead shot, and that Joker was never supposed to be part of that scene in the original plans. Mm. But as a scene, it's fun. But I don't understand why they don't show do anything in the editing to communicate to us that this is a else world, this is a vision or a dream or anything like that until Bruce Wayne wakes up or whatever. It's just like a sudden, like the appearance. first nightmare scene, we see cyborg. He's like seeing, having a vision of what the world could be. Right. So, you know, what's going on this, it mm. cuts from the Luther boat scene to this. So you would, yeah. as an audience member, you'd be forgiven to think that it's just a continuation of the real reality. They don't do anything to indicate that it's not in the real reality. So it's like confusing but then, Brian, when I saw the footage of Joker in the trailer, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And I was like, wasn't as awesome as I thought. But overall, still a really cool scene. Like, I Flash, feel so bad. We've been doing so, making Flash Geo so badass. happy. Well, look, and then... we, we have the right to give our opinions. No, I, I'm not upset at all but, that um, anybody gives their opinion. Just saying, like. I, I, I will I say know. this. I will say this. And real quick, real quick. Jimmy, Jimmy always coming in, man. Jimmy, thank you. Thank man. you. Ooh, Jimmy, thank okay. You. I see that new profile picture. Um, I will say this. If I knew for a fact we were getting a sequel, I would be fucking jazzed about this scene. Oh, yeah. It, sure. it leaves me on such a sour note knowing that more than likely we will never see that happen. That we'll never see that happen. And never now knowing, never. and now knowing yeah, what well, the yeah. real plans were for for Snyder's story through the three movies, like what, like the third movie was supposed to be an entire nightmare movie, like pretty much. Now I'm injustice. like, well, why the why the f even put that in there? Well, <laughs> Snyder is smarter than people give him credit for. Like this was not a part of the 2016 footage, so he intentionally did that to to tease everybody and to put Warner Brothers in a difficult position. Hey. I'm, he I, was banking on himself. I agree. People like this movie. I, think, and now I mean, I think you might be right. I think you might be right, it. honestly. I want more dark side. But let me tell you, like, yeah, the, yeah, I, 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 I was I, pretty bummed that there wasn't a lot of dark side. But move on, move on, move on. Well, 
I think. We'll uh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I think we will see more. I was going to say, having watched it again, um, listen, Jared Leto, he's an annoying person. All right. He's a great joker. He's a great joker. He's an annoying person, though. (laughs) But he's a great joker. Apparently, so I I heard some of that. That was all improvised. So, or uh, what do you call it? Uh, He ad-libbed all those lines. And you can tell. tell. Some of it was like. What do you like the reach around joke? And yes, like, that's what threw me out. That's what threw like, me out. And the the Mara lines lines. He kept dissing Mara. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. yeah so like, I can see. I love the scene. I like him. He was cool. He does the classic. You know, bat. You won't kill me. You need me like that. Which I really I thought was great. But there, like I said, watching it again, there are a couple parts I picked out where I'm like, okay, just, he's being he's being Jared Leto annoying. <laughs> Like just saying weird stuff, and it's like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, kind of roll my eyes a little bit, but I, I still, I thought it was great. I, I enjoyed but it. I love the that stuff last about like his mom and his dad and his adopted son, and then about Harley Quinn. That stuff was good. Like well, yeah, Harley yeah. Quinn was good. Thing, like, what, yeah. what have you ever lost that you've the personal loved? And then, stuff? And then he comes in and good. says he lost his parents. Mm-hmm. You know, right. he lost Robin, which like obviously, duh. Where was that scene, by the way? <laughs> Uh, that was supposed but, to be in the sequel, bro. No, Snyder uh. said the next movie will feature a scene where of them fighting. Oh, the what? Mm. Of Joker and Robin fighting. Yes, they're they're gonna have what's called like a Last Supper because they're gonna go after the mother boxes, and the Joker's gonna tell, and you're gonna see it like restore the Snyderverse. Come on, guys, restore the Snyderverse. Let's do it. Uh, real Let quick, I do want to bring this up because this is something that was on my mind. I thought this was the perfect use of this. <laughs> yes. I thought it was the perfect use yes. of this. Make no mistake, I will kill you. Oh, <laughs> yes. But Batman doesn't swear. So what this is his plan? plan? I'm, they kidding, just need, I'm kidding. They just need all the help they can get, and then once they accomplish their mission, he just kills Joker right after. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. I mean, At this point, yeah. May as well. <laughs> and I mean, and that means, I mean, of course, but that means if that really happened, Deathstroke or yeah, Deathstroke put aside their differences. Like, obviously, we have to work together now because like course. the fate of the universe is at stake. But remember, cool. injustice. remember Deathstroke is a is essentially a hired gun who hates Batman. They can put together, they can put aside their differences a lot better oh, yeah. than someone like Joker and Batman can. Well, they did an injustice. Like a bunch of a bunch of villains and stuff. Actually, well, they would have to. What with... choice do they have, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Not to mention, you're going to see you'd have to watch Wonder Woman and Aquaman die, which would be so tragic. Oh, man, that would, that would we see Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman it's kind of ironic that the two characters that they're going to keep using for sure would be the ones that <laughs> Zack Snyder's going to kill. <laughs> oh, that's all on purpose, Brian. Come on. I just—it's just kind of funny, ironic how like I—I I just yeah. <laughs> um, yeah all funny. right, so so to, I know that we didn't get to everything, guys. I know that's a four-hour movie, but we are coming up on our time here on now. Um, just before you all leave, let you guys know we are planning to do a watch along of this movie at some point. We are. Um, we might give it a few weeks to to maybe sit back a little bit and then view it again together as a group. Um, and that might, you know, have us clamoring to talk about it a little bit more because there's obviously stuff that we have not covered. Uh, but hopefully for tonight, uh, we covered as much as we possibly could for you guys in the hour and a half we had for the show. But I'm going to let the crew real quick just kind of mention anything very quickly they had that maybe they didn't get to mention. 
Uh, before we head out of here, we'll just go around the table real quick. Keith, I'm going to start with you. Is there anything that you just want to said quickly about the movie? Maybe a wrap up thought or anything? Loved it. I'm I'm a, I'm a Snyder bro now. I'm fully on board. Let Snyder oh. <laughs> when the hashtag I'm getting going. Uh, no, I just I was really you guys know I was the last person out of the five of us that cared about this movie, and I absolutely <laughs> I loved it. I so. Okay, maybe. Might have been between me, me and you, Jake. I don't know. But uh, listen, I thought it was great. I really did. I really loved it. Um, it it's just a fascinating story. I, I wish we can get the whole story of what happened and why. Because there seemed like there could have been a nice two-hour, 220 version that could have come out of this movie. Who knows? But I'm glad we got this. So that was great. Brian? Yeah, I really, really, really liked it. Like, I'm definitely going to buy it. If it comes out on any it form of physical, uh, perfect. Um, that's fast. Um, crap, I forgot. What I was gonna say I would definitely, I definitely want to see more of it. Like, obviously, I just my biggest thing is like, I hope people like understand like that because of the struggle they got four hours like we wouldn't have gotten this whole hmm. thing in a theater right away there's no way you have you can't you can't no one's gonna if you're saying you would have gotten all four so it's almost kind of like genius in a way if they were to do the sequel to do it the exact same way this hbo max releasing it give them another four hours i'd be down to sit like i watched the whole thing at one time at 12 in the morning till four in the morning the sun was freaking coming out when i was waking up or going to bed um so i mean i it's funny because like would i like to see in theaters yeah it would be probably cool but i actually really enjoyed it sitting at home kind of just chilling watching it mm -hmm. I, I actually really dug the like the breakup of it in parts, even though it like meant nothing. Like I kind of liked that it did that instead of just this constant like timeline. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, ha very happy for the people that have been struggling, hoping to see this movie and knowing what it could be uh, because I mean, hell it, it's I I haven't heard any bad things about it. No one I've talked to has said bad that they didn't like it. So clearly it worked out great. And um, I'm very happy for those people that really wanted this and glad that they got what they wanted and more from it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Gio, Brian cut into your time. So you have 90 seconds. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First off, I want to give a shout out to Zhang Kai, who played Ryan Choi. Great job. I wish he was pretty funny. Yeah. The Supposed Adam. The Adam. Yep. The Adam. Yep. Uh, he was great. Um, let's see. Uh, 90 seconds. Uh, you know, thinking about what uh, Zack Snyder and Debbie Snyder went through. Uh, first off, work, working with a story. Uh, I'm sorry, working with a studio like Warner Brothers, who. Every day it seems like there's more stories coming out about how difficult they are. And then to have the personal tragedy and then leave this project 
and then the theatrical version come out and then Zack Snyder and Debbie get so much unfair hate and criticism and for them to be able to make this movie and for it to come out and then later on army of the dead like what a year what a year for these two i couldn't be any more happier for them mm. i couldn't be any more happier for the cast and crew um that you know this movie is getting you know the the love and praise that it deserves because the true original version is coming out and yeah this might be the last one this might not ever go anywhere uh this might be the cul-de-sac or whatever but you know what for me and others this is going to be a movie that we're going to cherish for the rest of our lives because this is unprecedented. This sort of thing does not happen. And the fact that more people are liking it, loving it is like, you know, music to our ears. So we're obviously going to push and push and push Warner Brothers to reconsider, to do an HBO Max something, a uh, follow up. Um, but for now, I am just, I'm so appreciative of this movie. I'm glad everyone likes it or, you know, at least gave it a chance, found some entertainment out of it. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, now it's clear more than ever that you know this DCEU, this mix-up is n- was not because of Zack Snyder. Okay, it's because of the studio and the executives, and you know them having no clue what they're doing. And uh, it'll be interesting to see in the coming weeks what happens. But uh, I'll keep my eye on that, and I'll be sure to bring it up on random times during this podcast. Wow, you're lucky I gave you more than ninety seconds for that one. Let the <laughs> The ultimate thing is let directors make their movies. We've been having this conversation for so long and look at what people still keep doing. It's it's it's, it blows my mind that we're still at this phase where it's let directors make the movies. Yeah. And and look, I I hate I don't like doing the comparison, but like, look what some things that Marvel does. Right. They they bring in these wacky directors who let them do the movies. I want Zack Snyder to be able to tell his visions. Because his visions are creative, they're unique compared to other directors. If it's a paint, if, if it's a if it's a proven director like a Zack Snyder, let him do his thing. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. Like, he's, let him direct. He's, he's telling a story. He's not putting out something to make money for Netflix. Do you have billions and billions of dollars? Buy DC so you can do the Snyderverse. <laughs> Zack Snyder's X Men. Yes, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Jacob, what about you? With that, um, with that. I'll make this quick. Uh, so this, mo- it just makes me happy that this movie's out there and exists because if it never happened, it, it would have just not felt right. It feels right that he got to complete this movie. And to me, it's like, I'm not going to say it and lie. Like I, I've watched it three times already and I'm going to watch it again. Like there's movies that, I watch once. How much I'm time done. during the day do you guys have? God, you guys have no <laughs> lives. What the hey. hell? Well, I'm just getting started. Five I times. You, <laughs> I understand. You, I understand. Well, I'll be honest. He? It's, it's other than the first time, it's been broken up. Broken up. Like I'll watch Still? like an hour yeah, and a half, it. and then I'll watch an hour and a half when I go to bed. I'll watch two hours. Like it takes you an hour and a half to fall asleep. Yeah. Longer than that sometimes, but uh, <laughs> basically, I'm just glad it's here. And it's like, if I didn't like it that much, then I wouldn't be like wanting to watch it again, you know, and telling other people to watch right. it. So, so that's a good sign. And I, it wasn't perfect, but I, I really enjoyed it. And I, it makes me sad that we might not see it continue because, like, they would, you know, this is it was going in the direction of non traditional, like blockbuster storytelling in a way you're going to turn your biggest brightest superman character into the villain and have everybody scared of him and it's like that was ballsy and i i'm just glad this movie exists it's it's a good movie yeah it's uh i mean look i think that 
quite frankly, there was no better movie to come out during the pandemic struggle we've had than the Snyder Snyder cut. Um, Cause it, as, sure. as one's podcast is titled um, it united a fandom, it, it united a fandom and, and in a struggle of years of debates and, you know, conversations about other movies and, and what had happened with the 2017 movie, obviously um, it is undoubtedly a success uh, both uh, as far as the film itself, financially, um, it's bringing a success to Warner Brothers. It's bringing a success to DC again after their struggles with this property. Um, and that's a good thing. It's it's jam-packed with stuff. It's a lot to handle sometimes, but it's it's a four hours that is definitely worth it. Um, I know that for all of us, I can probably speak that we all recommend seeing it if you have not seen it. If you're sitting here watching this and I'm not seeing it, what are you doing? It's, um, a, uh, it's a, what is our old thing? It's a see it. See, See it, it, skip it, or see it, see it, or save, save it. it. We're seeing it. We're seeing oh, see it. it. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll leave yeah. on this note. I'll just wrap mine up quickly. And this one's for Geo. Restore the Snyderverse. Restore the Snyderverse. I'm, I'm down. Give him at least, give him at least a Justice League movie uh, to to follow up with what he just did. Because how are you going to leave your fans off of a cliffhanger? And yes. then they're going to come after you, Warner Brothers. You guys got a long time coming. You guys got a long yes. time. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. I know we we went a little over time tonight, but we're going to do some quick plugs around the show real quick. Um, Jacob, I'm going right back to you. Uh, quick plugs, where they can find you online, man. Yes, well, you can find me on Twitter at JacobBardley824 if you want to hear my thoughts on things. I also do a uh, Power Rangers podcast called Off the Grid, a Power Rangers podcast. I review all the comics and the current uh, Dino Fury show going on right now. And I also, if anybody plays fantasy football out there, doing a lot of coverage for that um, at first round fantasy. You can find that on YouTube. Well, Busy man. Gio? You have a lot of free time, sir. Yeah. School's over, you know, uh, forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, look guys, this honestly, this is uh, the most fun review and most exciting review that I've been looking forward to, honestly. And uh, I'm glad to hear what I've heard tonight. Um, if you guys want to continue the conversation as far as DC and join me on the fight to restore the Snyderverse, come join me on the Fandom United YouTube channel. That's right. It's all about restoring the Snyderverse now. We released the Snyder Cut. It's out there. People are loving it. And now the journey begins again with uh, restoring the Snyderverse. So let's do it. And Mr. Avalosino. Uh, I am on Twitter at Biavolacino and also on a certain point of view. Hey, Mr. Keith Barnes. Oh, thank you. I am on Twitter at KeithBarnes79, and I'm going to refer you back to Geo's Fans of United. He and I talked about this movie for well over about two hours and no, 10, 14 minutes, something like that. Made a nice room for more. conversation. Jacob was in that with us. So it was a lot of fun. So and we yeah, there's plenty more to go. Like oh, about, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, you can be on there. Congratulations, good sir. Congrats, Gio. Also, Jacob's first round thanks, in the club too. Yeah. Oh. All thanks to the Snyder Cut. None of us has been on there. <laughs> None of us. Has been um, on there. All right, you can you can find me at Qui Gon Jake two ends because someone else took it before I did. Pocket uh, looks yeah, on Twitter right above Gio. Um, guys, also, if you're a Marvel fan, uh, I know that we're talking DC, but if you're a Marvel fan, every Friday at four o'clock, we do the Marvel Rewind, and we are currently doing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier reviews. Um, we do them live at 4 p.m. Pacific every Friday, uh, breaking down spoiler discussions for those episodes. Uh, we do also do some uh, 
Star Wars stuff, but that's not coming until May. Uh, so you'll see the Falcon and the Winter Soldier right now. Join us every Friday right there for Marvel Rewind. Would really love to hear you guys' thoughts on those episodes, get some spoiler talk in there with questions, stuff like that. Um, I'm also on a certain point of view with Brian, and then I also do my own little show off the side called The Whiskey Jedi. Um, and I talk whiskey and I do Star Wars. Talk whiskey and do Star Wars. Uh, I really enjoy it. Um, it's a lot of fun if you're interested in that type of stuff. If you're 21 and older, of course, drinking. Um, would love to have you guys over there joining me doing some Whiskey Jedi stuff. Um, all right, that's going to wrap up everything for Apocaflix tonight, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for the whole crew here, we greatly appreciate the time you spent with us. We love having you guys each week. Every I Tuesday, think- 7 o'clock p.m. <laughs> go ahead, finish. No, go ahead. No, I don't finish what you were saying. No, I because I like to wrap up and end the show. Go ahead. I was going to say Geo should end have the, the last word on this one. <laughs> I was going to say Geo gets the last word on this one. His little hashtag. Oh, oh well, yes. okay, I'll wrap, I'll wrap up real quick. Hold on, hold on. Okay, I understand, I understand. Yeah. Uh, Pocket Lunch now every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific, <laughs> right here on the channel. Join us every week as we talk movies, uh, do do castings and fantasy drafts and all that type of stuff. Um, and, I'll, of course, talk to you guys. So, uh, with that said, Mr. Ramos, the floor is yours, sir. Get on Twitter, hashtag Restore the Snyderverse. There, guys.